on the vault. High atop the pastoral center of the Diocese of Camden, you're listening to Talking Catholic. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Talking Catholic. My name's Mike Walsh. I'm happy to be with you here today. Uh, I don't have any co-hosts today, mostly because I have an episode full of hosts today. So I'm not going to share it with anyone. There, there are Talking Catholic YouTube channel hosts, and there's uh, five of them, I think, on this episode. Uh, one co-host and a sidekick, and then three hosts all by themselves. Um, but one of them is my regular co-host for the Talking Catholic podcast, so I'm going to introduce her first. Carrie Janice, how are you? Mike, I'm not co-hosting. This feels <laughs> weird. Right. No. <laughs> I'm a guest. I'm guest good. This time. I'm good. It's it's good to be it's good to be on here with you and with all these other beautiful faces that uh, we love to to see and hear about. I'm excited. And this is one of the this is one of the few first times we've had a Zoom call in a while because uh, we put yeah. this together kind of last minute, which is a little easier to get everybody via Zoom call. So, Carrie, your show on the Talking Catholic uh, YouTube channel, which you can find at YouTube.com/slash/TalkingCatholic, is called Youth Ministry Insights. Can you give us an idea of what it's like and yeah, what it's for? Sure, sure. So I call it Why Am I for short? Uh, Youth Ministry Insights is the formal title. And it, we are all, all of the hosts that you're going to hear from today are approaching season two. So we're excited to be back. That, Mike, thank you for allowing us to be back with the second season for all of us. I'm, I, I was happy that I didn't get canned after one season. So I'm <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> I, I feel I'm good so about myself. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> so season two of Youth Ministry Insights and season one um, was, was my first time ever doing a YouTube series. And it, it was it was good because I, it was something that I'm familiar with, a topic I'm familiar with, which is talking to other youth ministers about um, how to run youth ministry. And you know what, youth ministry not one, there's not one model. There is it's there's no cookie cutter for it. There's a lot of different ways to do youth ministry, and it's just me sharing my humble experiences on things that have worked for me, and if they can work for other people and other youth ministers, kind of seeking and and trying to try different things with their ministries. Um, then that was my goal. So hopefully it was a little successful for some people that got to watch it and view it or even just follow my Instagram or, or my other social media like Twitter or Facebook that I post stuff on. Um, but yeah, it's excited to be back and kind of share. We'll talk, I'm sure, a little bit later about some of the new things coming up for mm -hmm. season two. But basically... If, if people wanted to find your, I'm sorry, if people wanted to find your, your youth ministry uh, social media pages, where, where would they find on that for your, for your show? Yeah, so I am at Instagram at Youth Ministry Insights, and the same for uh, Facebook. And then I had to get a little fancy with Twitter because there wasn't as many characters uh, on there. So it's Youth Min. Why I am? Uh, wait, wait, I'm gonna get this wrong. I'm looking it up. Sorry. Youth. <laughs> Is that it's Youth Minsights. Minsights, right. yes. <laughs> I, I, was, I was looking it up. Youth Minsights. Wow, Mike, you know better than me. So That's yeah. because I've had to search for it a lot of times it, on Twitter. It's really when I hard. Yeah, when I, I, and I'm going to be completely transparent here. I am so much more of an Instagram, Facebook user than I am Twitter. So my Twitter is not as full as my Instagram and Facebook is. Your so, Instagram you usage is you are definitely what I would I would lovingly refer to as an Instagram diva. Not only, um, and I mean that in the best way, uh, not only do you do excellent Instagrams, you're, you run several Instagram pages and each of them are, are outstanding. The way you, you interact with your youth ministry um, uh, children and young adults uh, is truly impressive. So I, if anybody wants to know better how to, uh, 
how to improve their own Instagram game, you would be uh, hard pressed to find someone as great as Carrie to follow for uh, for ideas to steal. So Thanks. well done, Carrie. That goes for that. the. I, I'm, may I just share that with the rest of my my hosts that are on this show that we're going to be pointing out? Just do what Carrie does, and you guys are going to be great. <laughs> so. Um, so we're going to go Way in to go, order Carrie. of... Did you see my eye roll? Way to go. <laughs> I can't keep up with Carrie. I really sorry. can't. I'm sorry. She, as her family knows, she is the golden child. The golden child. <laughs> <laughs> it's haunted me my entire life. <laughs> That's not going to go away with us anytime soon, Carrie. I know. So, I was like, oh. oh so that, that rather that. shrill voice you heard and tinny voice you heard in the background just there is our second episode that will premiere uh, the first week of September. And that's Donna Ottaviano Britt, who has been on the, the podcast many times in the past, almost too often, some would say. And um, but she I mean, does my overexposure now. Now I'm overexposed, even though I'm not really on Instagram very much. <laughs> <laughs> but she's uh, she hosts a show called Joyful Disciples. And Donna, what is Joyful Disciples about? Joyful Disciples is how to live your baptismal call. It really is. If you think about what baptism calls us to, right? It's a big sacrament, welcomes us into the family of God, but that isn't all it does. Uh, we are expected to bring joyfully the gospel to God's people. And there's been a long-standing history of Catholics thinking that their faith with Jesus is a private sort of thing. It's just between, you know, me and Jesus, like we're buds. No, no, you have to be able to be able to share Jesus with the world. And so really the purpose of the show is to anchor in that, being a disciple of, of Jesus, but being a missionary disciple, which means sharing the gospel and forming others who will do the same, right? All of this is about building up the kingdom of God. So what are some really practical ways for us to do that? And that's really what the show is going to focus on a lot in this season, are some really practical ways that we can live as the missionary disciples of Jesus, you know, and how do we do it at home? How do we do it at work with our friends in the public square? You know, the way Carrie does across all social media platforms. That's right. Uh, <laughs> what would so Carrie it's, do? It's really, it's really going to be about that. What are the things that people can do as individuals? What they can do as groups? What they can do as families? And what we can do as parish communities? Yeah. Now, uh, I should have mentioned uh, this before that uh, Youth Ministry Insights will, pre will premiere at noon on Tuesday, September 8th, and Joyful Disciples will premiere on our YouTube channel at uh, noon. All our shows uh, premiere at noon. Uh, you'll premiere at noon on Thursday, September 10th. So we're very much looking forward to that if you ever get around to recording it, Donna. But it's, but we do. <laughs> I we do want to say, Donna's- Harry's got two in the bank already. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that email too. Three, three actually. Oh, three. <laughs> but yeah. I do want to say, Don Donna's, Facebook, and she does a phenomenal job promoting all of our stuff. She's always sharing yes. everybody, and I and I appreciate that because she has a widespread um, base around around the diocese and beyond, where she has made a lot of connections. So, Mike, give her credit. Donna does a phenomenal job on Facebook. Hey, Mike. If if she wasn't here, I would be giving her a lot of credit, but to her face. I mean, come on now. Oh, it can't happen. It's not allowed. <laughs> so it's not Donna, permitted in Mike's DNA. We need your we need your your Facebook please and, and Instagram. That's true. Yeah, that. Donna, why don't you uh, give us where where they can find more about your social media handles? So you go to discipleship and leadership. Mike, it has to remind me. Is it is it Diocese of Camden in front or behind discipleship and leadership? Uh, on uh, Facebook. It is, 
on Facebook, it is uh, Diocese of Camden uh, Leadership and Discipleship, or whatever it's called. Yeah. And then on and Instagram, it's, look at Instagram now. And then on Instagram, it's uh, DOC right. Discipleship and, and Leadership. Um, yeah, that's because, it. Because nobody asked me my opinion before they named your office. So I would have. Oh, oh excuse me. Can we just pause here for just one second? <laughs> Mike and I were on the way to a conference in is it the mac congress yeah uh, it was in mike, baltimore yeah. Yeah. i give mike my phone and he's in the back seat of the car and you know and we have other you know very important people in the car and i give mike my phone mike sets up my instagram account he does that so don't uh, be telling me i no, need no, no, it. no 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 i didn't no, no, say no. that i didn't say i said your your instagram account is based off of your office's name I yes. wish I was there when your office was named because there's no way I would uh, ha have suggested that <laughs> 17 uh, words, enormous words it, it takes to determine what your office name is. What is your office certain, name? You know there's a certain priest who shall go unnamed you can take that up with. Yes, I know. we have. Um, it's descriptive. It's nice. It's, it is it's very descriptive. It's detailed. Not, not short and pithy, though. So that's, not that's short week pithy. one. Week yeah. two, the following week, we'll introduce the seasons two of of two new shows and on september 15th uh, not two new shows but two returning shows on september 15th we'll have a slightly tweaked show uh it will be keeping a catholic with uh star martinez and her um sidekick jose rodriguez we're very excited about that hello hey y'all Star, you get the, oh you're the you're the first person to get an official sidekick on any of our shows. I'm very excited for you. I don't know why you did this to me. <laughs> I well, quit. Listen, because uh, you made the mistake of saying yes when he offered to to marry you. So, uh, and the two of the problem is the two of you are adorable together. So first of all, a huge congratulations from the talking Catholic. Congratulations on your on your engagement. Good job. Um, after having been together, I think for sixteen to twenty years. <laughs> long you guys I mean, that sounds about right. Feels that way. Yeah. <laughs> no, you I'll guys have uh, you guys have been an item for what a decade or so now. Eleven yeah. years. Eleven yes. years. Yeah. So, uh, you you met in high school, right? Yep, sophomore mm -hmm. year in high school. Oh, that's so. Yeah, that's so at beautiful. a retreat. Yeah, at a confirmation retreat at that. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, yeah. young the love. Holy Spirit was flowing. It sure was. <laughs> sure was. <laughs> so last year, Star, you had a sh the show all to yourself, and yeah. Jose had a Spanish language show all to himself, and the Spanish. Uh, say that. <laughs> no, that's right. You, you, that's right. You were you. Sh your Spanish language show was called Compar Compartiendo to Don, and uh, the, you and your co-host decided to shut it down for this year. But we're looking for new co-hosts to come and revive that show at a later date. Uh, but when you became free, I had this terrible idea that pairing you with your soon-to-be fiancé would be a great idea. Then you went and got <laughs> engaged to her. Um, so now the two of you are together on the show, our first, our first couple show. So, mm -hmm. Star, give me an idea of what uh, Keeping a Catholic, what it, ha what it was last year and kind of what you see with Jose now dragging it down. So last year, or a couple months ago, um, Keeping a Catholic was just um, a platform to just educate young adults on the faith, on the Catholic faith. And it, it was mainly kind of like going over, you know, certain topics within our faith. Um, but this year, I think our focus is trying to make it more fun, uh, trying to make it more 
interactive instead of just sitting here listening to me talk because I know everybody loves to do that. <laughs> um, now we're just going to do different things. We're going to have probably like an activity that we do between the two of us, but obviously there's going to be the learning curve behind it. And so, yeah, it's just, we want to make it more fun. So that's the goal. I think last year you, you star, and I believe Jose was featured on this episode. You, I think you had the first game show episode we did that year, yes. didn't you? Yeah, that we was, did a lunch trivia. That um, was, I remember watching it and thinking cool. that was hysterical. That was such a yeah. great episode. I know it drove our uh, our podcast producer, John Kalitz, nuts because he had to put all these graphics yeah. in it. But it is one of the funniest episodes of anything that was done last year. I, I encourage people to go back and, and watch it. Yeah, so that's, yeah. the goal is to make it like that, more fun, mm -hmm. have more young people on there, and just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The, as my phone is going off in the background, because it wouldn't be a podcast if the phone didn't go off <laughs> in the background somewhere. The... Um, the and Jose, you know, what are you hoping to to bring to the episodes now that um, you're 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 you know co-host? Um, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe some structure. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, I think um, I think we bring up the best in each other. So it'll be you know people may be able to have the opportunity to compare stars episodes from last season to this season and see a new side of her uh i think we both try to come off real professional demeanor all the time but when we're together that goes right out the window and it's it's, it's over so yeah. there'll be a lot well, of acute banter and back and forth and a lot of things we won't agree on but it'll still end up on camera and be good material mm -hmm. yeah. and the truth of the matter is the the reason i encourage star and jose to come together is because i Star for Star has a, a a group that she runs called actually Jose and Star together uh, called the uh, Vine the Millennial Ministry and and Jose would be and at the same time Jose also is the director of the even longer title than Donna's okay. title. <laughs> yeah, that was that was in Hold my on. head when you were talking Hold about on. Donna's title. Like, did I, I think it's the Office of Youth, Young Adult and Campus Ministry, right? Did I get it right? Yeah. All right. So it's you so would do these. Yeah, so church. So you would do these videos um, for your office page, and they were awful. I mean, they were just terrible. I mean, they were train wrecks. And then, then Star would get a hold of them, and Star would shoot them for you, and she would edit them together. And they were titled "Office Outtakes," and they were hysterical. Yes. They were outstanding. And Star, who I do not believe has a background in uh, video editing, just kind of. Did it on herself by herself, and I realized that the two of you are, aside from being painfully adorable, um, <laughs> are so funny together that we thought, you know, we thought that people might enjoy it because you because if nothing else, and you know, I was talking about our YouTube shows earlier today to somebody else, and the thing I was commenting on is each of them are very real, they're very authentic, <laughs> and Star and Jose, I don't think you can do anything other than be authentic. Right. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm really, which I know is something that's important for young people in particular, mm -hmm. uh, young adults to see authenticity. They, 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 they can see through fakeness faster than anybody 100%. else. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what, that's what we're really going to focus on this season is um, reminding young church that it is that, you know, real and that this is real life and that church is fun and you can be a young adult and enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I'm curious now that you guys are, you know, engaged, 
Do you plan on, you know, making your engagement part of the shows at all? Like the kind of like following you through the process? I realize you're engaged, much like your relationship, your engagement is like two and a half years away. Or your, your wedding is Spoiler alert. Someone, <laughs> oh, okay. Someone scooped us up for that already. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. <laughs> we're open. We're, we're open to any other, anybody else. Right. TLC, yeah. NBC. We got NBC, plans for Star and Jose. Right. <laughs> We're even open MTV, and if you guys want to do anything, we're, we're available. <laughs> okay, well, we're looking forward to that. We'll talk a little bit more later about things you have uh, planned in advance. And then our last show, which will be premiering on September 17th, uh, with a, it's re returning for its second season, is Changing with the Tides with Lex Kiefer. Lex, good to see you. You too, Mike. It's been a Hi. crazy summer. It has been a crazy summer, and uh, but it's such. So I, I know we've tried to have you on a couple of podcasts before, and we sometimes it hasn't always worked out. So thank you for making sure you're on on this one. That was awesome. No problem. So tell us a little bit about your show. Um, yours is the. I think yours is probably the most unique of the three because yeah. yours, by design, was sort of undefined. You know, you have such a unique past and history and and mm -hmm. story that we thought it might be inspiring to others. So, so tell me a little bit about your show. Okay, so after I left off, I kind of was just kind of going with my own, what is that phrase, tooting my own horn or whatever? <laughs> to tooting your own but, horn, sure. Yeah, or no. Walking to the really beat know. of your own drum, Lex? That, that's go. it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I Some sort of musical <laughs> connection. <laughs> yeah. So, um, last season, I didn't really have, to have a theme to go along, so I kind of just, I had a schedule for, or a theme for each video, but no, they weren't, no, none of them were really, like, revolving around the Catholic faith. So, this season, I'm really excited because my mom kind of inspired me to have, go along with the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. So, the nine episodes are going to kind of, well, seven of them are going to revolve around the gifts of the Holy Spirit, and then the other two are kind of going to be like an opening and an opening and then like an outro video. But I'm excited because the part of them that makes them unique is going to be the fact that I'm going to kind of relate them to either my life or like a, an event that's going on in the world. So, I'm excited to get this moving. That's awesome. great. And and you're, you know, you're, you know, you, you're very, you know, open about, you know, you've had a lot of medical challenges over mm -hmm. the course of your very young life. And, um, you know, you are well known in the diocese in many circles about the grace with which you have, you live your life every day, even though, you know, you have these, these different situations. Um, mm -hmm. You know, would you, you know, for the podcast listeners who might not know, you want to talk a little bit about what your, your health, uh, health is like? <sighs> Um, I'll try to put it in a nutshell because it is <laughs> kind of crazy and long. But um, no, so I was diagnosed with a disease called CMT, Charcot-Marie Tooth, when I was six. And then about 16 years after that, I found out I don't have that disease. And I have a mitochondrial disease. And at, from then, that was when I was a couple years ago when I was like 21. And then... Um, since then, it's just not really been a dull moment, Mike. I've broken my <laughs> arm, as you can tell, by the big oh, no. brace. Yeah, I'm but it looks cool, though. That's, that's nice. It's like superheroes. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, <laughs> fit in with the Marvel theme. Yes. Um, no, so I've been in the brace now for probably, like, since January or December. 
So I'm go- <laughs> coming up to a year and a couple of months. But um, no, uh, it's just never a dull moment, like, with my health. So, but I wouldn't change it for the world because I've made so many great friends. And I still talk to them all the time, even though we live thousands of miles apart. And, like, technically, I haven't met some of them, but we FaceTime. Yeah. So that's the great thing about technology these days. Like, you're, you could not physically know people, like, meaning you've never met them in person, but you know them because you talk to them and over Facebook or you talk to them over FaceTime. I love technology and social media nowadays. It's great. Yeah, it's funny. Because of your situation, you were sort of, uh, you were more set up for, you know, we're, we're still in coronavirus time where, you know, we're, mm-hmm. we may not be quarantining like we were back in the day, but I think we're all still planning pretty <laughs> close to day. home and back in the day six months ago when this all happened um but uh you know you that's the thing is uh lex you were so perfectly set up for this because you were already kind of used to you know Mm. there were times when you were going to be in your home for long stretches of time and you had figured out ways of reaching out to people and living your life even though you Mm -hmm. you know had these challenges and Mm -hmm. uh it's just it's just beautiful i have the pleasure of uh sharing a floor with uh lex's mom (laughs) And uh, I must say that the Kiefer's are a formidable family. Uh, all, I don't think a, a Kiefer can be stopped once they put their mind to something, as, <laughs> if, if at well, all by judged by Lex and yeah. her mother. Nicole. Yeah, that we're, we're, we're every, everyone that talks to my parents says, like, we're just a genuine family. <laughs> Again, I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything. But... No, it's no, good. Now you, use, now you got it. <laughs> He's tooting horns and beating drums all along the way. Who knew, who knew Lex was so, so acoustic? Um, okay. Well, let's, let's talk a little bit about season two. That way. We've heard a little bit from Lex. We've heard a little bit from uh, Star and Jose about season two. Uh, Carrie, what do you have lined up? Yeah, so, well, um, I made the mistake uh, when we started season one. Well, when you asked me to do this show, <laughs> I went ham and just planned out a whole year of episodes. That's what I thought you wanted, but apparently you didn't. Um, but, hey, it, it never hurts to go go over and, and, and above and beyond. So, basically, I had, like, lined up already what I had planned to do for a year long of seasons. So, it, um, I'm just pretty much continuing my, my game plan. But I refined it a little bit because I learned a lot from season one. Uh, again, it was my first time ever doing a YouTube series. I've done a couple of videos and things, but like a series that kind of builds on itself and you're building an audience and you're you know, really each episode you're looking at like the content even more tediously. And, and does this make sense? Am I doing this right? At least that's what I that's the process I went through. So after looking back on season one, I'm like, okay, I can refine this a little bit better and make this even stronger. So basically I, for season two, I picked a few episodes that I'm going to have different guests on one returning guest, which is father Josh Nevitt. He's, he's my bud and he's going to come back. And I think it's really important to talk about how priests and youth ministers work together. So we chose that episode for him to come back on. And then the coordinator of youth and young adult ministry, it says it's good. So good. I'm on the right. Track. <laughs> so it's awesome. that's yeah. So awesome. he's coming back and then I'm introducing um, my pastor, a new priest who's going to, uh, not a new priest, a new priest to the episodes, I should say, uh, who's going to share on how to make Halloween Catholic. So that's going to be a fun one. I know Mike, <laughs> you said you were looking forward to that one. So that'll be you know, closer to Halloween. And then, um, and then also uh, one of my uh, former youth who just graduated high school and moving on to college, she's going to come on one of the episodes. So 
uh, to share about some experiences she had as a youth group member and kind of reflecting back on them. So really just I'm, I'm focusing on some guests and then I have some episodes that are just me. But they're, I would say, I guess they're more detailed than they were before, more uh, refined on the details of each episode. So, yeah, I hope that helps a little bit. No, I, I'm, I'm genuinely looking forward to it because I, I will say that the one nice thing was about seeing all of your shows as they progressed over the last spring was uh, they really did feel like uh, they improved as we, we moved along. And even to the point where when we were all separated at that time and we had to do things through Zoom calls, you guys all found ways of making them still re remain interesting, even if we couldn't be in the same room together. So that yeah. was great. And, and Carrie, uh, you know, you certainly wrote, um, raised the bar a great deal with the, the video uh, quality of your shows. Your, your lighting is perfect. Your sound is perfect. Your background. I was actually looking at um, the background for the show you first, your first episode. And um, you've got this little black chalkboard back there and you always write new messages on it. So it was just, it was great. It was, wait, it was wait wonderful. till you see season two with the chalkboard. I'm excited. Actually, Star, you inspired me with the chalkboard more. I'm not, I'm going to really? give you that credit. Cause yeah, <laughs> cause I had it there and it was really just content for my youth group, but here's what happened. Corona hit pandemic hit and youth group meets outside. So these kids never see the chalkboard. So now the chalkboard is solely dedicated to why am I little messages. And I kind of got that a little bit from star. So thanks mm -hmm. for that. No problem. Uh, and what else was I going to say? There was one other thing. Uh, it escapes me now, though. Uh, oh, I know. I know, oh, okay. I know, no. Mike, you were saying about the, like, background and all. So, you know, I don't know if people realize this, but my I was an art major in college, so all those little details on, like, framing and placement mean a lot to me. Like, literally before the first episode hit, I sat there for, like, a good 45 minutes framing my frame and adjusting, tweaking, moving my little background. So, that's where it comes from. It comes from the details of being an art major in college. So um, I, 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 I'll, I'll attribute it to that. And that's, where <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good background to have. That's, that's yeah. important. You know, when, when John Kalitz and I do, do various video shoots that we do the exact same thing. We try to figure out what the best background is to put behind someone. Yeah. And it, it sounds like, you know, who cares about what's behind you, but it, on, on any kind of video makes, work that you do, it really does make a big difference. Makes a you difference, want it, yeah. Even though we want things to be authentic, like Star and Jose were saying, we still want them to look good and be interactive if possible. So, you know, we do like the fact that our, our shows are trying to, to look good, too. So, Donna, what do you have for season two? Nothing now that Carrie's done. Yeah, I know. <laughs> she, she makes everything harder, doesn't she? I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, I think, I think this year, so I'm going to, I agree with Carrie, right? After having done the uh, first season, I actually will admit I was rather terrified. I'm like, what business do I have being on YouTube? None. You know, so I actually got more comfortable as I went along thinking about what the content was. I am actually aligned very much to what Lex is doing this year uh, is around the Holy Spirit and taking the, the work of missionary discipleship and breaking it down into what are the things that we can do? What are the things, the engagements that we're having with people? Because really, how do you change the horizon of someone's life? You change it one person at a time and you can do it in all kinds of ways. So Carrie, I know how much you love uh, St. Teresa of Calcutta, right? And yes. she, she told her sisters, do not talk about Jesus, be Jesus. Mm -hmm. So those are the kinds of stories and ideas to share with people. So we have some guests that are coming on that are literally being Jesus. 
you know, so we can't really bring people to the heart of Jesus by telling them that's where they need to be. Right. Mm -hmm. So this whole idea of authenticity, um, right. That star and, and Jose are talking about. So, so there's a theme that rolls through this work. I think that's very much being governed by the Holy spirit. Right. And that was the hope of the convocation that we had back in 2019, that the Holy spirit mm -hmm. would be with us here in the diocese, that we would find a way to light a fire and we would change the horizons of people's lives. And I think we can do that. So the series is going to, we're going to start out with what I did on my summer vacation. That would be the first episode. <laughs> Wait, did anybody do anything on their summer vacation this year? Mm. Uh, I'm going to talk about that too. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a summer vacation. I have nothing to talk about. This uh, is my vacation. You have me recording. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't go anywhere. No, we didn't go anywhere. No, we're, planning, we're not planning to go anywhere, but I did this really interesting thing with a decent sized group of people over the course of the summer, and I'll leave it at that. It is all very much Lex anchored in the Holy Spirit. So you'll have to wait until next week to see it. Okay. And um, I just think in terms of uh, our ability to be open and receptive to how the Holy Spirit leads, if we do that and we trust, then we will be Jesus everywhere we need to be all day long. Yeah. And that's really what we're going to focus on this, this season. Awesome. So I'm excited. I am excited. I'm excited. I got Me the, too. Cliff, the cliffhanger. I can't wait to see what the thing was. That you <laughs> well, yeah, well, yeah hope, me neither. Hopefully Donna will record it in the next uh, two days. Wasn't it due, it's due oh. tomorrow, isn't no, it? No, 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 it's due Thursday. I put all of those dates from your little silly spreadsheet in my calendar. Donna, tomorrow is Thursday. Right, you'll have it tomorrow. Close the business. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what day is this? I don't know. In the pandemic, I don't always know what day it is. We're recording this on Wednesday, uh, September. This is 7th, Wednesday, right? So, but, uh, yes, you know, but you'll have it tomorrow. I apologize. I gave uh, uh, Star and Jose and Lex a short shrift. We didn't talk about your social media uh, handles for your shows. So, Star, what are people want to see more about what you've done and what you'll be doing? Uh, where can they find you on social media? Um, on Instagram. Uh, keeping it Catholic and then Facebook as well. Keeping it Catholic. So and Lex, yeah. what about you? So on fa Instagram, mine's changing with the tides, but under each space, there's an underscore. And then okay. on Facebook, it's changing with the tides. Just simple as that. So. Okay. And for anybody who, you know, wants to see where to find everybody, um we also have a dedicated website for this too so you can always go to youtube slash talking catholic uh but you can also go to talking.catholicstarherald.org which uh, houses all of our youtube shows when they come out premieres them when they come out uh, along with all of our podcasts as well including our award-winning talking saints podcast which i think yeah. i'm now contractually obligated to mention at least once or twice every every episode of talking catholic <laughs> Um, those hosts are getting very demanding now that they've won awards. So <laughs> just kidding. Uh, one of them might have a t-shirt from himself that says award winner, but I'm not saying it, which one. Is. <laughs> uh, you know, going back to the, the social media aspect, I know we talked a little bit about the greatness that is um, Carrie Janice about her social media, but um, you know, one of the things I am hoping to see out of season two is more interaction amongst our hosts with things like, Instagram live and Facebook live and, and duets and things like that from all the different angles. So, you know, I just want to put it out there to the five of you that I am more than happy to, you know, cross post you guys, 
If you're looking for uh, ways of connecting with others and having them as part of your Instagram live and making the Instagram live sort of that. So there's a two week gap between every episode for each show, even though we have two episodes per week, you know, your first, there's a two week gap between when your first episode comes out, and your second episode comes out. So have you guys given any thought at all about things you'll be doing on social media this year to really amp up the interaction with uh, your huge uh, viewership? Is this where a star oh, really? inserts the cricket noise? Yes. <laughs> go, star, go now. <laughs> I think this is Mike trying to prompt us to like mm, yes, do this clearly. on like on air, you know, like thanks. Thanks for the spot. Um, and this is where we get the big pay raise, right? When we, the more we do, the more we get paid, right? <laughs> yes. You know what? I, I, I will we'll encourage you. I'm, I'm fine with that. That's true. Not, not for, not for Jose, of course. Hey, look, Jose can attest. I did say on our youth minister Zoom call, if anybody wants to do with me, you can come yeah. on with my show. I put the invitation out there. I'm waiting well, to get back. And that really is, you know, we'll it, it's, it's no small element to these kinds of, of endeavors to have a strong social media presence. Though Don is also doing, has the benefit of utilizing our newspaper, the Catholic Star Herald, to write articles mm -hmm. on, a, on a regular basis, which I encourage all of you to do. I know Carrie wrote one once a long, long time ago. Um, anytime she wants to write a second one, that's great. Uh, Star and Jose, same thing for you. You know, I mean, I, we love it when we have directors who will write columns for the Catholic Star Herald. Uh, Jose, so I didn't know. know that thing. Oh yeah, totally a thing. You are you are welcome to do it anytime you want, and we ex accept guest submissions from from non diocesan employees too. So Lex and Star, you guys are are welcome to do that. So how you slowly become diocesan yeah. employees? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> part time maybe. I don't know. <laughs> With what part time? What part of your time? Great, that's a good point. <laughs> So, um, so I mean, noted, I, noted. <laughs> now, um, Donna, when we were doing the Lenten retreats and the diocesan retreats last year, um, we actually did do quite a few social media live shows, uh, in addition to the live episodes we were doing. Um, I, I mean, I found them to be thoroughly enjoyable because they were oftentimes off the cuff, really not thought out particularly well but that some of them were the most fun things we we did um you know didn't you enjoy doing them uh, i didn't at first you know what i mean <laughs> i like to you know i'm of a certain personality that's like oh no it needs to be perfect it's like how many times can i record a youtube episode before i up before i upload it to john and mike <laughs> but when you go live you just kind of have to go okay trust in the holy spirit just go and so we did, and they were fun. They really were fun to do. We got a lot of hits on those too. People like those, because it's just yeah. us. Just us being us, authentic. Yes, you're absolutely right. You know, speaking of your, our authentic nature, we, we've talked a lot about stuff that we are creating. I'm, I'm kind of curious, what about the stuff that you consume? You know, I, I certainly don't mind um, showcasing places where we're, we might be stealing ideas or where we might be finding fulfillment ourselves, uh, particularly on whether they be podcasts or YouTube shows or, or things like that. I, I'm curious amongst the five of you, you know, where do you go to find digital media that you, and that, for that matter, even traditional media? Like, Carrie, where, is there any shows, podcasts, Periodicals are, you saying, you are you saying like inspiration or things that have inspired me in the faith? Is that what you're? Yeah, I'm, okay. you know, and that that people who are listening to this episode might be interested in as well. Yeah, I mean, 
you don't have to look very far to find Ascension Presents and to see how mm -hmm. I, at least, I know me personally, have modeled some of my styles after how they film, only because I feel like it's simple, it's effective, and it works. Um, and I love their different hosts that are on there. Father Mike Schmitz, I'm a big fan of his. Um, and then also some of um, the other hosts that are on there as well. Mother Claire shows up here and there, and uh, some of the Franciscan friars, so uh, Father Mark. So those are some of the ones I watch regularly. Um, I'm not a big podcast person other than recording them with you and then listening to my <laughs> own to make sure that it sounds right or, or sounds good. So I'm not going to lie uh, for that. Um, mm -hmm. But I am actually one of those people that if somebody sends me something and says, hey, this is really good, check it out. And especially, I think, since the pandemic hit, just more and more people are making videos and recording things. I've been just, I actually have like a, a list to watch, like videos to watch because people are always sending me things and I just put in this list and when I have some downtime, uh, that's what I do. So for me, it's just kind of like, I guess you could say that's guided by the Holy Spirit because those are the ones that I go to most is the ones that just people send me. And then I just kind of view it, critique it, filter it for what it is in the faith and, and take it in for my own knowledge and, and go from there. So I, I don't know if that helps or not, but those are the some of the ones that I, I view most. Okay. What about you, Donna? I would say the podcast I listen to most consistently is Abiding Together. And um, three women, two married women and um, sister uh, Miriam, they mm -hmm. do a phenomenal uh, podcast. I think they're in their eighth year now, and they'll be back in two weeks. You can find them on all the podcast platforms. They just do some fantastic discussions. You know, the two, the two married women have children and sister. They've been friends forever. Really? And it's, it's the whole way that we thoroughly enjoy being together with our friends and in small groups. And it's listening to them have conversations. A lot of times in a season, they'll do a book or two, right? And you go through the book together. You, everybody, you know, is listening to the podcast and reading it. They post, you know, questions. If you want to kind of take that in with your own friends at home, they, they create a whole discussion guide. I have a lot of podcasts that I've tagged that I'm subscribed to, but theirs is the one I probably listen to the most uh, just because of the quality content. And just because it's three women doesn't mean men shouldn't listen. They have a lot of men listening to their podcasts. It's excellent. I read a lot, you know, and I usually use um, social media as a place to kind of like scroll through. Everybody wants to, you know, put an email into your inbox every day. I don't want that. Um, so I use social media as kind of a place to sort of house. And then when I see things that are interesting to me, I follow all things discipleship. Uh, and certainly I follow all things St. Ignatius of Loyola, if you haven't figured that out. You know, I'm very much anchored to his spirituality. We are in our house. So I have to plug St. Ignatius of Loyola while I'm on here. So those are kind of the things. Well, that's awesome. Uh, what about you, Star? When, how do you, uh... um, I follow Grotto Network. Um, they are more geared toward young adults, and I think young people in general. Um, they gear a lot towards the faith, but also to the everyday reality of young people and everything that they're going through. So a lot of them do, like, um, they offer, like, tips, like, lifestyle tips, like, okay, like, um, I don't know five tips to like help you get up early in the morning and like start off better and like they offer just like basic things like helpful tips for you yeah. um you know just to get you on a better lifestyle and so um i i really i really enjoy um you know everything that they model so and you said it's called grotto 
Grotto Network. Yeah. Grotto Network. Mm -hmm. And is that a YouTube or podcast? Um, it's or? a website. They have a YouTube channel as well. They do a lot of YouTube um, shows. So the, the Lenten trivia that I did was kind of my inspiration from that because yeah. they did one and it was absolutely hilarious. So, you know, I wanted it to be like that. I wanted to people to find the video that music so yeah oh, well that's that's awesome i mean you, you, yeah. you could you guys have all heard me say this before that the great writers borrow uh good writers borrow great writers steal so uh, the the ascent i used ascension press to sort of establish the talking catholic youtube mm -hmm. channel for that same reason realizing that um you know we should really try to bring in if i see a good idea that somebody else is doing you know there's no reason why um, we couldn't try to do the same thing. And I don't necessarily want it to be derivative. You know, I, I well, I, I like to steal ideas. I, it doesn't necessarily mean that the message is the same. And I think the five of you have really done a very good job of, of bringing your own perspective, even though we might be taking our cues from, from other places, you, you, you each have such a great perspective on how to, how to bring them forward. Um, Jose, I'm curious, have you, uh, do you read, watch, or um, listen to anything? I'm believe it or not, I'm a word on fire guy. Really? Uh, um, yes, and I know that. I see. Knowing me, I knew you were. You were. I knew you were going to have that reaction. <laughs> yeah, I'm shocked. Uh, here's why. I am it, too. <laughs> it's here's why. <laughs> I, it, I am also a word on fire. I, I I was I was thinking you like I don't know I was I don't like going first, Mike. <laughs> Hearing everybody else's stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, I listen to that. Oh, I listen to Binding Together. Yeah. So yeah, go Jose. I, I want to hear this. Like I just I appreciate the the way their messages are delivered. Everything that they teach, everything Bishop Barrick brings to the table, it's very much, you know, very much the faith, very much the, the what we need to know, but it's also broken down and he gives us the best way to deliver that to our audiences. So um <clears throat> I do enjoy listening and even you know taking some notes and then going back and sometimes i'll find myself like watching one of his videos and saying ah, i don't know if i i don't know if i like that and then i'll go and i'll research so like it it's not always just listening it forces me to open um you know the catechism or opening or look up different things to mm -hmm. not necessarily challenge bishop baron because you get crazy but like to get deeper and then um <clears throat> And then believe it or not, our young adult ministry serves us as a constant uh, reminder and real life. Like that's where our real life, whenever we talk anything real life, it comes directly from them. It's mm -hmm. something that they've lived, something that they mentioned. Um, it's like sometimes when we're together in ministry and we're just, sometimes we're in ministry together, we just talk. There isn't any teaching going on. It's let's talk well, how do you guys feel and some of the stuff that they just unload in ministry because they feel safe and they feel listened to you can't help but to use it again later on because of how powerful it was um so a lot of our real life situations and how to go about handling them and how to walk with people mm -hmm. comes from just the experience of us walking with mm -hmm. our young adults so wow that's one of my two channels mm -hmm. that's so deep jose I can. I, mean, I have my moments. That's it for the week, though. I'm done. That's okay. Your your episode isn't due until next week, so you you got time. <clears throat> oh, we have time. Yeah. Next so week. How about you, Lex? What do you what do you read? What do you watch? What do you listen to to kind of keep you keep you motivated? 
Um, so for um, much like Jose, mine is more like people around me. Like I kind of just surround myself with people who not shed nothing but positivity for me. Right. Um, so for me, um, most of that involves like I have this one aunt who she's technically not really my aunt, but she's like been a friend of the family for like forever as long as I've been alive, and she's my dad's godfather so like she's always been in my life and she just she's always someone that I can talk to and without a doubt whenever I hang up with her FaceTime call or I'm done having lunch with her I always just feel so inspired I'm not really she just has this effect on people and then as far as like YouTube videos and like things like that I don't really watch a whole lot of Catholic based I mean when you sent me the link for Ascension Presents I immediately hopped on and started watching those those are awesome Mm-hmm. But I watch a lot of more like um, some disability um, YouTube channels and just other things. But a lot of my inspiration comes from like just YouTube channels in general, not necessarily Catholic ones, but just like there is this one. They're called Squirmy and Grubs. I think I've talked about them on my show before, but they're just hilarious. And if you ever just want to get a good laugh in, they're not faith based at all. They're just so like. They're so real, and that's what I felt like with I wanted my channel to be based on, like, just real and not, like, fake, and no, like, I don't know, because a lot of people get their fame for YouTube from, like, not silly things, but I call them silly things, like makeup or, um, I don't know, but the one I find the most, the videos I find most inspiring are more, like, real and, like, lifestyle-based than, um, yeah day-to-day life activities so um that's why squirmy and grubs is such a big thing for me because this ki- this guy shane he's in a wheelchair and he has oh excuse me spinal muscular atrophy is called and h- him and his fiance are just they are very much a- advocate r- very great advocates for the disability community and i kind of love that like i'm i try to be an advocate for the disability community so it's such a big part of my life that i've kind of just like like watching videos about it so well you know i i think that i think we're all naturally inclined to gravitate to the things we kind of can kind of recognize ourselves in or recognize our desires in Mm -hmm. um which which will draw which was kind of interesting to hear you all say different things although carrie eventually glommed on to word on fire (laughs) because she could that jose have that all by himself but um but it, I mean, that's really true. And I, I think that's great because it, it gives me a great deal of confidence that you're, you're pulling from all sorts of different sources. And Lex, you know, I'm in the same camp you are. Um, I don't, because I deal with the Catholic faith every yeah. minute of my day, um, when, I'm, when I'm not on the job, I, I listen and watch a lot of things that aren't necessarily Catholic. Yeah. Um, but what I found is that I end up stealing ideas that I, I really like um, and bringing those secular ideas into our mm-hmm. faith-based world. Because the truth of the matter is there's a lot of great ideas that happen that have nothing about Catholicism in them, but that the Catholic Church can definitely utilize to, yes. spread, the me- to spread our message. I mean, yep. that's what YouTube mm-hmm. is. I mean, it's certainly not a predominantly Catholic platform. And yet yeah. here we are, and here are so many Catholic entities utilizing it to to spread God's message. I, th- I think that's wonderful. Um, and I would encourage more people to do this. You know, it's um, you don't necessarily have to do it with the hopes of becoming Instagram famous, and you don't have to do it with the idea of having like 7 million follow- followers or a billion followers, depending on who you are. You know, in our case, and, and in schools' cases, and in parishes' cases, if you're just creating good content that 
that there's an audience who's interested in it, um, people are going to find it and gravitate to it and it'll organically get larger if people, if we put out interesting content. So I'm not like when I, when you guys put out your shows, I don't spend much time noticing how, how many people are watching it. I mean, I do an end of the year review to see, you know, what, mm -hmm. what episodes did people really gravitate to? What, what, why might they have done that? Had, if we had packaged it differently, well, more, would more people have seen it? Things like that. We, we look into the technical aspect. But on an episode-to-episode -episode basis, I genuinely don't care how many people watch it. Um, just so long as the content you're putting out is important, is good, and that there, you know, there might be people who want who want to watch it. I think, that, and I think everything you guys put out last year was was really good. Um, so I'm I'm very I'm very encouraged that with season two, um, you're going to put out even now that you've had you know 12 episodes under your belt a piece uh, that you guys are going to really do do great work. So thank you very much for for jumping on on this again. Mm -hmm. The um, you're welcome. Yeah, it's uh, now the only problem is, of course, is that um, we, Donna pointed out recently that because we're doing nine episodes for each show uh, for this season, you guys will be ending right around Christmas time and New Year's. And if I'm not mistaken, Donna's episodes are going to showcase on Christmas Day and New Year's Day. Oh, that's so cool. So I said to Mike, I said, well, Mike, maybe I don't have nine episodes. I have I have seven. Mike, would you care to share your answer? Sure. I said, are you kidding me? People need this kind of stuff on uh, Christmas Day and New Year's Day because those are the days when, or Thanksgiving Day, because this is when uh, they're going to hate their family members and they're going <laughs> to want a distraction. So Donna, instead of you know arguing with Uncle Joe because of his opinion on something, someone can go off and watch, oh, I'm going to go watch Donna's show. Maybe Missionary Discipleship will inspire me to go someplace else to have a better time. thanksgiving dinner yeah exactly. to be nicer to your family <laughs> <laughs> or that that might be it too the um but no but I, I, the truth of the matter is i don't mind if they show up uh, uh later what we found is that while the shows may premiere on a certain date that people are watching them for weeks and months afterwards like all of your shows have had addition you have guys haven't put anything else out since what june and right. all of your show metrics have been going up during the summertime because people are revisiting them or they're finding them for the first time. So I think that's great. I, I guess I probably should have warned you guys that since we're recording this as a video as well, there's a possibility this entire podcast could go up on the YouTube show, which I just realized that I didn't tell no, a single person no, to don't do to, it. Uh, don't do it. Hey, listen, people don't want to watch Wait, where's it going? No. <laughs> People don't want to watch it. They don't want to watch a Zoom I call. I think people would love to see Jose, you know, coughing <laughs> to the side. And, 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 and I'm putting peanuts in my in mouth in between. Drinking a Yeti. I, we could have, I could have did a backdrop. We could have been in outer space. I could have made this fun. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah, that was we'll up see. there. Maybe, right. I'll, maybe I'll. Somebody tell me how to get the backdrop because Mike's always complaining about my closet doors. Um, yeah. Go to more. Yeah. And virtual background more okay there it is there work on that. so yes oh. if you're on zoom you could always give yourself a virtual background yeah it's kind of fun I'm a it, it's a little disconcerting that donna has probably been on roughly a thousand zoom calls in the last uh, six months and has never once <laughs> done that because i don't know how to do it where's the word more never mind i'm exposing myself <laughs> <laughs> i'm no, sure it's I, here somewhere i'll text yeah. jose after Listen, I haven't been on Zoom in like, like two or three, well, I shouldn't say that, 
like maybe like a month and a half. And it, it felt so weird coming back on Zoom like today and then earlier in the week for our youth ministry call because I'm like, I'm so over Zoom at this point because we were right. just on it during the quarantine so much. So th- it feels weird being back on. I'd rather us be all together and just be recording with a really nice background. I don't know. Like Zoom's kind of cool. <laughs> See, kinda- Lex doesn't agree with you. Yeah. Zoom is cool because, um, so as I've talked about, I go to this camp every year and this past year, summer, because of COVID and everything, they decided to make it virtual and without Zoom, we would not have been able to put on half the stuff we did. And it was amazing. Like this, this week was just without a doubt. There were no glitches. Not, not Thankfully, nothing went wrong on the technical end. But like, it was just Zoom without Zoom. I am like... That, that week could have gone really badly if it had it not been through Zoom, so. No, that's good. Wow. it definitely has its benefits. It's just when, yeah. when you're sure used to being in person, it feels yeah. weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, I, I agree with you guys, actually. Ordinarily, I would have done this where I invite you all to my house. We have uh, dinner and drinks, and we would record the podcast around the table. And I very much look forward to the day where I'm able to, to do that again. Because uh, we were able to do that a handful of times during uh, our Lenten retreats and things like that. So I do hope, uh, you know, one day soon, you will all be together again, uh, where we can do that, particularly with you, Lex, because uh, I think you're the only one in the group that hasn't been to my home yet. So I have yeah. to, uh, make sure we're able to figure out a way of getting you up here and, and yeah. having a blast. Because as you know, as everyone knows, I am an outstanding baker and cook. So, uh, I love everything that you make. Yes. Can I just I really, say, I've only ever seen pictures. You never have it in the office. That's oh. because I have a 12-year-old son, and mm. I'm basically just baking to feed him. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's essentially what it is. Um, but no, you're absolutely right. I really do need to get better at sharing my baked goods. So I promise I will do that. Um, although, did, what did I make recently? Uh, oh, I made brioche rolls that were delicious and an apple crumb made in a, uh, or an apple crisp made in a slow cooker, which is very difficult to do and have it dried out. I figured out a recipe for it. It was delicious. So I, I will make sure that at some point. Maybe, maybe what could happen is some of the hosts could invite me to their tapings and I will bring baked goods with me. So I don't believe it. No, will you though? Oh, there's an idea. Do you Gluten-free. That is the question. That's just a little worm he's dangling. It's the yes. carrot in front of us. That and on that note, we are closing <laughs> up shop on that cliffhanger. Thank you all for joining me via Zoom. Thank you to the listeners for joining me for this episode. And we will be talking to you again next week. Thanks, everybody. God bless. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.